Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BTEC Smith and Steve Metz. BTEC Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. Ted, did you see uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Last night? I think it was last night or the night before. Prophets of Rage, Ron? Oh, I talked about it, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> Way to stand by the things that you were reporting on. <laughs> you're sending people to the river, but you're not swimming in it. Uh, Yeah, I did. But did you enjoy it, Steve? I enjoyed the song that they performed that is their song, the Prophets of Rage song. So, so it sounds like it was good. TV advice. Okay. <laughs> Solid point. <laughs> and I watched it online, not on television, so all right. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you sitting at home with your second screen? No, I was here at the station at four in the morning. What were you doing at four in the morning? You were sleeping. You were not putting in the energy that you need to put in for the Megacast. I was not. <laughs> Dude, they, they also did uh, Killing in the Name of, the Rage Against the Machine song, and I'm all like, right. oh, this is going to be awesome, because I'm like, throw Chuck D on the vocals? Well, it sounded awesome until they started, uh, until Be Real and uh, Chuck D started singing or rapping. Really? I loved their performance of the Prophets of Rage song was awesome. I was like energetic. I was feeling it. Then they started, they went into Killing in the Name and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm so pumped for September when they come to town. And it just, it made you, and I hate being the guy that's like, I miss it because I hate when people are like, I miss Lane and blah, blah, blah. It's like, just accept for what's going on. Let these guys be happy. And I wasn't like, I miss bring back Zach or this isn't good but it was like kind of miss Zach on this song like when the F you that big of a drop off it was fine during the verses but when they and, and you can find it on YouTube if you just type in Prophets of Rage Kimmel uh, after the podcast I'll have to play it for you alright but when they get into the chorus it was just like it just missed that Zach De La Roca snarl you know what I mean yeah that's fair yeah I thought Chuck D would have that though I feel like they were relying more on Be Real on that song, and I think that was a bad choice. And I love Be Real. I like Be Real, too, but Chuck D has that kind of <sighs> raw... I mean, granted, Chuck D's a little bit older. He's been around forever. Yeah. But I think Chuck D could still tap into that anger. I think so, too. And you know what? I, I, and I hate to just completely dismiss it, because they're relatively new at pl- probably singing and performing that song. True. Like, the band sounded perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's so amazing hearing those guys live because it makes you realize when they recorded those records, they recorded them practically live. They didn't do a lot of overdubs. And and so when they perform these songs live, it really does sound like the record, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I was, I was just kind of, I, I guess in my head, I've always heard it with Zach singing. So when it wasn't Zach, it was like, oh man, I'm missing this. But I'm hoping by the time they come to town in at the White River on September 10th, that they'll be fully dialed in. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they just had an off night. And maybe it was just the, the mixing of it. Seeing them live where maybe the music overpowers the vocals a little bit more, it'll be more awesome. Yeah. Evil Empire to me is still, I mean, I remember, like, we wore that CD out. That's a great one. Yeah. that uh, The first one for me is still my favorite with all, you know, with Bomb Track, with Killing the Name yeah. of. And yeah. I mean, it's just such a, but. See, I didn't know them then. I just uh-huh. remember a kid got Evil Empire and that's what we started listening to. That, that's the one that has the people of the sun. Yeah. Yeah. People come up. Yeah. See, why didn't they ask me to do this? You know what? You should be doing the vocal, Steve. Thank you, Ted. Mm-hmm. That's why I brought it up. I was hoping that you would volunteer Maybe me. new originals. It's time for you to start doing vocals. No. <laughs> we don't need you back there on those drums. No. Like, you don't need me on the drums or the vocals. How are you doing, man? Uh, good. Good. We've got a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about on the Megacast today. We definitely, definitely. have to talk about... <laughs> Jig, show me a Coke. <laughs> Did you ever buy anybody a Coke when that happened? You know, now that you ask, I'm not sure I... I'm sure at some point when I was a kid, another kid made me, right? I've I've been told to buy somebody a Coke because I've jinxed them, and I think I've never bought one Coke for one... I, I Maybe I have to go back and uh, make amends. Yeah, maybe. I feel like somewhere along the way, some kid I talked to was a real D about it, and I had to buy him the Coke. <laughs> What's wrong with that guy? Bro, you, we, you jinxed me, and you owe me a Coke. That would be funny if I went back to all like my old buddies from elementary school. I don't even know how to follow well, Facebook. I could find them. Hey, what's your address? And they're like, why? I'm like, just what's your address? And I send them a Coke. Yeah, or go the third other- grade, man, when I said definitely. Or the other way, next time you're uh, back east visiting your parents, you need to find out where like one of those guys lives and like where they hang out. Uh-huh. 
and then just show up like to him and just be like, hey man, like yeah, it's Steve. You know, he'll be like, oh my God, Steve. He'd be like, I don't know if you remember this, but in third grade, you I jinxed you and I never got that Coke. So I'm going to need that Coke. <laughs> and since it's been so long, I would like rum inside of that Coke because I'm an adult now. And I feel like that's um, interest. Just picturing this guy like, well, you got to be kidding. Like, where's the camera crew? Like, no, 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 no. This is serious. Right. I want that soda. Right. You remember Mrs. Dean's class. Yeah. Yeah. We said the same word at the same time. And I called you on it. I mean, it's all legal in the game of jinx, dude. Right. Wait, you think you can just tell people buy them Cokes and then they don't get bought? And your kids must love you. Yep. <laughs> This is why we need to make America great again. <laughs> All right. God, that would be so awesome. I really want to do that. Next time, like, if one of us is around an old friend, we should really do that and, like, just, like, have your phone out and, like, record it just to get their reaction. Yeah, that would be amazing. If someone in the mega family could pull that off and email it to us, yeah. we'll, we'll send you something. I yeah, and what. they have a better shot. Like, because yeah. we're at a disadvantage because all the kids we grew up with live on the other side of the country. So, what's the story? Like, should we have it be? It has to be prior high school or younger. Oh no, it's got to be younger. So, I'm saying this has to be a, an elementary, and, like, yeah, K through six kind of deal. <laughs> Just you know, you see these videos all the time. I don't know, somehow just grab some audio. Yeah. But remember, when you tell your buddy that he owes you that Coke, you are dead serious right. about it. Yeah, you never let him in on it. He no. won't hear the podcast. No. Like, no. never even be like, bro, I was just effing with you. We we have faith and we trust that you won't F us over by, like, letting them in on the joke. Yeah. I mean, a reasonable amount of time. You don't have to kick the dude out of your house. but No, you I should, think you should. You should get him close. Like, yeah. make him think you're going to kick him out of the house. Invite him over, and when he shows up, you can just be like, well, I think we both know why we're having this meeting. <laughs> Oh, dude, that is evil. I love it. <laughs> I think we both know why we're happy. We know we know what this is about. I'm a little surprised you showed up with nothing, no hand with a bag or nothing. Do I not look worthy? Do I not look thirsty? What is it about me that says, hey, you can be degenerate on repaying this bet of one soda for 15 years? Yeah, for the last 15 years, you have treated me like a bitch. I won't stand for it anymore. Get out of my house. And do not come back until you bring that Coke. Yeah. Original Coke. Orig I was just about to say original. I didn't say Jinx, buy me a Diet Coke. Mm -mm. Or a Cherry Coke. Or vanilla. Coke Zero, okay, fine. That It's not very easy to find, so I, I respect that you made the effort. And credit to the Coke company, the Coke Zero somehow is better tasting than Coke Diet Coke. <laughs> do you think it was Coke behind this Jinx, buy me a Coke thing many many years ago oh, damn it steve i can't go down that wormhole man <laughs> All right, why don't we do some points? you're on? right we've been <laughs> controlled by them for so long <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious if there's a documentary that comes out and it's all about how coca-cola brainwashed all of us to say to our friends that they need to buy us a coke if we repeated a word at the same time yeah well they've been trying to make me smile for two years <laughs> <laughs> hey, i respect all the mega family that have been tweeting us at the megacast Apparently, you know, on the new Coke cans, they have a song lyric. Oh, yeah. And all I do is win is on a lot of those Coke cans because we keep getting tweets from different mega, mega family members sending that to us. And every time I see it, it never gets old. It brings a great smile to my face. Now, I'm with you. The idea that somebody could look at their Coke can and have a, have a good laugh thinking about us singing that song is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess it's about that time anyway to get our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning. I think you know what song we're going to do. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Summer's not over yet, and right. all we do is win. Do we do this until September? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair you know enough. what? We do. Maybe right. Pain in the Grass. Maybe that's the end of our official summer stuff, but do you, uh, we're going how do we do it at Pain in the Grass? I don't know, but we'll do it. I was just thinking, well, there's a punk band that on the Warp Tour that have been covering it. We, that would be awesome. If, if a band covers it there, maybe when we talk to like Disturbed, we're like, hey, guys, what do you think? Can you whip this up? 
I want to see me and you, the Mega Cash, just do like a announcement on the second stage or something, and then, like just to the sound guy, like just just play twenty seconds of this song for right. us. I got it on my phone. Just hit play. Right. It's queued up. It's not gonna. Don't. I know it's gonna seem weird that Ted and I are gonna get on the ground on the stage and start doing push-ups. Just go with us. Just go right. Trust us. All right, Ted. All I do is win. Done by a different artist. All right, what have we got? Yes. That's right. It's a chipmunks, bitch. Let's get ten. Little arms go up. <laughs> Tiny arms. Right there. Ted's doing his chipmunk dance. Here we go. Oh yeah, that was Luda Mouse. I love this fan. Yeah, I don't know if this was uh, officially sanctioned by the Chipmunks. I just love the idea of Alvin running around singing this song. You know what I thought? Because I did a search. I thought there has to be a Kids Bop version of that. Yeah. I haven't point. found it. How do they not do that? What's wrong with these kids? Do know. they not want to win, Ted? That is all. The Chipmunks. You know the Chipmunks. So my real name is Edward. Yeah. But I go by Ted, which used to be a common nickname for Edward. Kind of like Ted Kennedy is actually an Edward. Right. But everybody's always like, so your name's Theodore, and I get so mad. And I go, my name is not Theodore. And everybody's like, why? And I'm like, because he was the worst chipmunk. You and I are going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Oh, no! Ted Talks, starring Tex Smith. He was the freaking drummer! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, 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 Steve, I had no idea. <laughs> that look was so serious. We're going to have to disagree on that. How is, that, how is Simon not the worst? Because he was taller. Like, Theodore was the little chubby one. I was a fat kid. Theodore never got any love. Simon had the glasses and he was a nerd. This is awkward. I don't even know if I want to do this show. So today's TED Talk, uh, <laughs> so many thoughts in my brain right now. This is a very awkward moment for the main well, cast. Well, let's talk it out. How have we never had this conversation? I'm shocked. Usually we see eye to eye. We see eye to eye on all po- political things for the most part. Yeah. We see eye to eye on just how to live life. Mostly. We love to hug. <laughs> but we disagree on the chipmunks. Jeez, man, I, I just didn't know there was Theodore fans out there, but he's a drummer. I never thought about that. He's like, and I, if I had to put together my top three chipmunks, because there's only three, <laughs> right? it, goes, it goes Theodore, Alvin, Simon. You got, well, now, wait a minute. I just, Al, Alvin has to be the number one. Not in my world. <sighs> Alvin was an attention whore. He was, but it was Alvin and the Chipmunks. I mean, look at us arguing about which backup guy is worse. So, I mean, I'm not on Team Simon. I just was anti- No, it's very clear that you're on Team Simon. By not being on Team Theodore, you're on Team Simon. All right, fine. You know what? I always wanted to be Simon. He was smarter and knew stuff. Are you happy now, Steve? No. Next week, we talk about which is the best Destiny child besides Beyonce. Well, that one's pretty easy. Right? I don't know. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Uh, she did Dilemma with Nelly, Kelly Rowland. All right, we see eye to eye on that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's the best Jackson outside of Michael? Jermaine. Yeah, I'll take that. He named his kid Your Majesty. <laughs> Anybody whose name is Jermaine that names their child—that'd be like me naming my kid Steveacity. <laughs> Or Stevia. Stevia. 
Now I'm just trying to think of other little art groups. That we could... Okay. Um, outside we know you're, of, outside we know you're of, Zach fan. Yeah, that's true. Outside of JT, <laughs> best member of NSYNC. Oh, Fatone. Yeah, all right. We're eye to eye on that. Okay, we move um, Gene and Paul, original members of KISS. Who's the better one of the two? Ace or Peter? Oh, I don't know if I know enough about KISS. All right, I'll give you a week to figure that one out. All right. I want to say Peter Chris just because I feel like everybody hates him. Yeah, that's it. I, I'm going Ace just because he shot rockets out of his guitar. That's fair. And Dude, I didn't know he was shooting rockets. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. He's Space Ace, man. Space Ace. Do we want to do the TED Talk now? Do we want to take a quick break and return with the TED Talk? Let's, let's take, let's take a break. Group. I got I to expose myself and try to be serious. Here. Clearly, you and I are not uh, seeing eye to eye right now, so we need to uh, regroup, hug, give ourselves a mega hug. We got to get back to winning, Steve. That's right. We got to get back to winning. I can't believe the chipmunks almost caused a divide. <laughs> mega These we'll guys back. aren't the prophets of rage. They are the prophets of being awesome. The mega cast will be back. Clear the way. Clear the way. Clear the way. Clear the way for the prophets of rage. 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 These days, we're bombarded by a steady stream of news stories that all have one thing in common. They're depressing. Economic turmoil, civil unrest, political scandal. At times, you actually dread launching your internet browser. Until now. Introducing Google Delusion, the add-on for your web browser that keeps the good news and tosses the bad. Leaving your web browsing experience filled with cute baby videos, pictures of half-asleep puppies, and and hilarious segue fails. Is your news feed full of partisan politics and hashtags about which lives matter? With Google Delusion, make it a stress-free paradise of kittens that say, I don't do Mondays, and quotes from the most interesting man in the world, guaranteed to tickle your funny bone. You can also customize Google Delusion to omit depressing stories with words like debt, Syria, CrossFit, and Nickelback. It's easy, and it's free. Google Delusion. Taking you back to the days when you'd never heard the words Kim Car. See what we did there? Biggest boss and I've been in Trillis. I'm a bigger problem when I click with Sprillis. Murder on my mind, it's time to pray to God. My revolver's not religious, the revolution's born. You wanna know my name, to go and tell us all. You wanna know my gang, suicide squad. Pistol on my waist, I might make a mistake. Holy shit. What the fuck is this? I fucking love this track. This is fire. The mega cast is back. This is awesome. I love this sound. God, Skrillex. You know, Skrillex is opening for Guns N' Roses, I think, in Houston. No kidding. Yeah. And I was on the fence. Forgive me for my wrongs. I have just begun. That Suicide Squad soundtrack seems like it's pretty hot. Yeah. Them, got 21 Pilots. That Heathen song is awesome. But uh, yeah. It's, Har- I don't know who Harley Quinn is, but everybody that dresses like her is pretty hot. Oh, that is like the that's like the new schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, because I mean it's kind of like a schoolgirl outfit, yeah, exactly. but it's like a, a slutty schoolgirl. Yeah, it's like it's it's like she's she's dressed as a schoolgirl at the strip club already. Yes, she's already got the fishnets that are a little ripped because yeah. maybe one too many lap dances. Yeah, guys yeah. getting a little too fris- frisky. Yes. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! I had something about Skrillex. Oh. Labor Day weekend. We got to go to Bumbershoot, man. Run the jewels. In. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That would be awesome. What night are they? Do you know? I don't know. I got to okay. look it up. Hopefully Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I hate it when they put the best acts on Monday because then I'm kind of like, mm. that's a dick move on their part. <laughs> right. Just because, like, look, I've had three days off. I yeah. don't want to go, I don't want to go, like, party and drink and then go to work the next day. And you feel like an idiot. Mm-hmm. You had three days off and then you showed up to work hungover. Yeah. Like, I just have a hard time doing it. 
folks, you're right. I could go to the show and not have beers, but... So, you know what? Those that are thinking that right now, say that out loud and, and just listen to yourself and how silly you sound. <laughs> right. I'm just being realistic here, folks. <laughs> Dude, I hope it's a, a non-Monday one, because if it is, we might have to turn that into a Ted and Steve slumber party. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> to catch myself, so I'd be like, F yeah, dude. F yeah, bro. By that point, we'll be able to see eye to eye about this whole chipmunks thing, and we'll be okay. You know what? Maybe we'll just go dress as chipmunks. And, well, we know who doesn't need to be Theodore. Yeah, no kidding, right? Plus, that would be dumb, because people would be like, oh, your name's Ted, that's why you're Theodore, and it would only piss you off, and then it's just not the right vibe we want in this no, situation. No, and then it would just perpetuate the nonsense that my name is Theodore. Now, do we, do we, because I'm assuming you'd want to be Alvin. Yeah. Do we bring in, uh, do we uh, recruit our boy Shawnee Mac, our spiritual guru, to, to, to be, be Simon? Simon? He, he, he does rock those cool glasses. I mean, look, there's, there's, we were the dudes from the street. Yeah. Or do we just go without Simon? And then people are like, where's Simon? We killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Chipmunks are thug now. Right? <laughs> we have like a little nut instead of a teardrop a tattooed on our eye. Just one. Things have gotten real now for us yeah. in the last 20 years, man. Simon didn't know when to shut up. Simon couldn't cut it. He's telling everybody where we're putting them nuts. Simon, a.k.a. the snitch. Yeah. You, you know mean, what happens. You mean that, Simon? <laughs> yeah, son. Tech Talks. Starring the Tech Smith. This is hands on the most ridiculous and quite possibly one of my favorite mega cats we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted Talk this week, man, and uh, I'm sure me and Steve will talk about it here in a minute. Uh, you know, I did something this week that really uh, had to challenge myself on to go do, and I just want to tell people, like, go do those things. And I don't mean challenge yourself in the way of, like, uh, you know, getting an extra rep at the gym because your buddy says, hey, you got to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm saying deep down, man, you hear that voice, you know what that thing is, and maybe it's something simple. Maybe it's sitting at home and starting a novel you've always thought about. Maybe it's going and, and writing a song or, or going performing at an open mic somewhere. You know, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's coaching your kid's team and you don't think you have time. Make some time. But whatever that challenge Picking is. Picking up a rec sport. Yeah, you know? anything. You know what I mean? Learn learn a new sport or, or go do something. Hell, Dance. Maybe it's even, I don't know, maybe it's even just a girl you know that you see all the time and, you, you know, like you, you've been afraid to talk to her. Like So whatever that personal thing is, man, like, I, you know, I still need to do more of it, but I scratched that urge a little bit last week and it felt awesome. So just, you know, if you challenge yourself to that personal thing and go do it. And so last week we talked about it and this past weekend you you did stand up. Yeah, man. At the Tacoma Comedy Club. I was there. I brought a crew with me. That was awesome seeing the donkeys. Yeah. Yeah. We had like a posse of uh, crap, like five or six of us. Yeah. And Munson's girlfriend is real. Right. That was so exciting. I've been telling people <laughs> like I can't get over that I actually met her. Like, I've seen her online, so I knew she existed, but right. part of my head just wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. It was like, she can't be real. And I mean, look, I give Munson a hard time, but I love the dude. Oh, he's the best. But I only know Munson, like I said the other night, is like That's... that creature on this bus. Right. A complete crap show. You don't know when he's going to pass out, yeah. but he's going to pass out while on the bus. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, a lot of the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, a lot of the other guys, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I have a serious girlfriend or I'm married. Like, all right, right I can see that. But yeah. with Munson, it was always, so yeah, that was, I was starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> Meeting the donkeys. Yeah, she's a legit person. Yeah. She's awesome, too. Yeah. But yeah, doing the comedy was awesome. A lot of people, a lot of mega families showed up. Dude, it was pretty cool. Place was packed on a Sunday night. Sunday night. I know, I'm bitching about Sunday nights and I did it to you. Come on, Steve, come out on a Sunday. And man, I got caught, I caught crap from my wife because she's like, okay, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go see Ted. And she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I get it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, he's going on around eight-ish, dude. And I explained the concept and it's called the dope show. So what happens is you all do about like five minutes. Yeah. You leave, you get stoned. The host of the show, Tyler Smith who is hilarious. Tyler's dope, man. Oh, my gosh, he's funny. Yeah. We, we were all in tears. So he then does an extended set as you guys are reefing up. Yeah. And then you guys come back out. So I told my wife, I'm like, I'll stick around for the sober set, and then I'm just going to bone out. I just want to show support. But at the time, I thought I was going by myself. Well, I threw out the message to Munson and J-Mac, and they're like, yeah, we're in. Like, didn't even have to take any kind of arm twisting or anything. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll stick around for a little bit longer because I don't want to be rude. But then I'm like kind of into it. The comics were all funny. I'm like... So next thing you know, it's like 10.30, and I'm saying, I'm on my way home. She's like, 
yeah, I thought you were going to bail like around like 8.15. I'm like, yeah, didn't happen. She's like, I knew it wouldn't. I'm like, well, you're, you know me better than I know me. Yeah, I mean, even Little Months had showed up. Yeah, Max. Max came through. Mm-hmm. Max brought his buddy. It was a great time. It was, man. It was a lot of fun. And then thanks for everybody, you know, from the mega family that showed up, too. Yeah, it was a great crowd. Everybody was having a good time. All the comics were hilarious. Here's my question. So, like, you talk about in the TED Talk. You're, like, doing something that you've wanted to do. How, how often were you second-guessing yourself before you finally took the stage? I mean, probably up until Saturday, I was like, maybe I just shouldn't do it. Yeah. That's the toughest part. <laughs> yeah. In so many different ways and so many different things I've done work-based. Hey, I want to, like, I, you know... From changing my name, even like silly things like that, where it's like yeah. maybe this isn't a good idea. Why am I, you know? And I think you gotta uh, to, to to couple on, onto your uh, TED talk. Like if you are going to do something, refuse to pay attention to the second guessing because it's gonna happen. Like I, that's why I was yeah. curious. I was wondering if you were just like I'm doing it and you're confident and you just completely threw all caution to the wind, or if you're like me and probably most people listening, uh, is this a good idea? No, I mean, look, I think. I think it, over the years, you know, working working on the men's room, which is obviously a lot of comedy, mm-hmm. but also I think doing these podcasts, whether it's the podcast or the mega cast with you, and getting used to kind of talking more in long form. Yep. I think all of that kind of helped me. And then you know, doing Super Fight League because I was down there Super Fight League on Saturday, which is always awesome. Shout out to my man Brian Halquest. Nice. Uh, so I think all that stuff helped me look much more confident on the outside than I really was. <laughs> you seem, dude. You went up there, and that's funny you say that because your pacing was on, it was on point. Like you seemed yeah. very comfortable up on stage. Yeah, I mean, dude. Honestly, like what I do is, and this sounds so weird, but I got to give myself like the Dirk Diggler speech. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I, I walked in in the bathroom, and Ted was just had his dong hanging out. Yeah, it was very I'm just weird. like you're the Ted Smith. You grab that microphone. You start telling jokes, you could do this. <laughs> and dude, how great did it feel when you went out there? <laughs> I would imagine I've never done stand up. It's obviously something that I think all of us at some point, even a great email from uh, what's his name? Uh, his name nice is uh, Don. And uh, just talking about how that seems to be something that a lot of people want to do. In fact, most people should try and do something along those lines in a sense to help them be better at telling a story just in social situations and confidence in the workplace you know it, it's yeah. very beneficial in more ways than just going up there and telling jokes but you know i'm watching you and i'm like oh, i just hope that he gets the laugh that he wants quickly like whatever your punchline is i hope the, the crowd reacts to it and they did yeah and i got to imagine that had to put you in a little ease you know what oh I mean? yeah. yeah well i'll tell you what man the dope show you know that's at tacoma comedy club which is a really nice club that's the first time i've ever been there i Me love too. that place yeah yeah so that was a bigger audience that was already Sunday afternoon having fun, so they were laughing. Mm-hmm. So, right, getting that first laugh out of the way is great. But, man, I did an open mic night at the Comedy Underground, and that was frightening. Yeah. And, I mean, they're right it's there. Empty. It's empty. And it's like, like you and the other comics, really. Yeah. And when I got, like, that first laugh, it was like, all right, like, I can do this a little. You know, I mean, it's like playing a sport. I'm sure for you, when you warm up and everything, you can stretch and everything. But when the game starts, you need to stop that first puck and have it hit you. The first puck dictates how the rest of the game is going to go. Yeah. The first shot on net, if I give up a goal, I'm just a mess. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. It is. It's so true. It's just like you can't rebound from that. Yeah. I mean, same thing when I play indoor soccer. If I let a goal in early or like a soft one, right, then it's like, ah, oh, Christ. Yeah. It gets in yeah. your head, man. It does. Yeah. So same thing. You're right, man. Getting that first joke out of the way. But I also have to admit... And maybe this is part of my personality, but I think anybody that played sports, like doing the comedy also reminded me of like, I mean, I get butterflies, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, you get the adrenaline pumping, like yeah. I forgot, like as scared as I am, this is also the fun part of like, all right, I'm gonna go face this fear. Yeah, after the show, uh, we wound up hanging out for a little bit, and yeah. I don't think Ted's feet were on the ground, like he was riding <laughs> high, and it wasn't the marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you could tell, like there was like a certain aura of just, I did it, I accomplished what I wanted, and it went really well. Yeah, and I mean, right, that's what they were giving, like, giving me a hard time, but they were laughing in the green room. Like, Tyler knows me, but the other comedians don't. Mm-hmm. So that guy, Jake, had been on the bus with us, so he knew my story. And then the, the other guy, I forget, uh, was it Andrew? I can't remember, like, man. <laughs> but he was like, uh, so this is, like, like newer for you, huh? Like, yeah, and Jake's like, oh, no, he's new, new. Like, he did one show this week, and now he's doing this one. So the fact that I could squeak, got out two five-minute sets, I was like, oh, thank God. And and it, you, it, 
A, you did not stand out like a sore thumb. And, and oh, thanks, man. At all. But, I mean, you were right. It was a great night of comedy. There was no dip. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It wasn't like, oh, there's Ted. Oh, that's cute. He's trying. <laughs> Let's <laughs> laugh for Ted. No, it was like real right. legit laughs. It was great stories. I, I enjoyed the bit all about uh, the Facebook arguments and the crowd oh, yeah. loved that, too. Uh, the other comics were awesome. Um, I don't know who the girl's name is, but man, oh man, is she hot and funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I, I got look full disclosure. Like we're all there. I'm like, she walks out there. I'm like, at first I'm thinking, ha, this girl's too hot to tell funny jokes, and she was great. Yeah, I had a bunch of. I was telling Steve, I'm like, I had a bunch of jokes about comedians being ugly, but then like the couple of dudes weren't weren't bad looking, and then no. she was good looking. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna tell ugly comedian jokes if like the rest of the bill is good looking. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought the dope show meant that people were smoking weed. I didn't know it was like they're dope looking. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was there was a guy uh, who apparently does not smoke a lot of pot. So he goes up and does his set, and it was fine. And then that's my favorite part was like, okay, how is he going to be when he comes back out stoned? And he was freaking out. It was the funniest thing. He yeah. comes out there. He's leaning against the wall. I was going to say, he was in the back corner of the stage. <laughs> staring at everybody. And I, genuinely one of the funniest things I heard that whole night was him going, I don't know how you guys do this. Why do you do this willingly? Like, why do you wake up and say, I want to do this? Like, he was so freaked out. And then there was a moment towards the end where he's like, I'm just waiting for the light to go on. Like, because, you know, there's a little flashlight that tells you your time is up. Yeah. Uh, and then he kept telling more jokes and more time went by. And he finally goes, this has got to be longer than five minutes. And I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Was it purposely? Like, did you guys keep him up there to let him just kind of be like, no. Because he was up there longer than five minutes. Like, it wasn't him being paranoid. Like, it was close to 10 minutes. <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't know. I, I was out, I did that on purpose. I was out in the bus by that point. Is that after I do my second set, they're like, hey, man, can you go hang out on the on the bus? We're going to send all the audience out there. And like <laughs> That was funny that he's like, anyone who wants to come on the bus and get stoned, come on the bus. Dude, I, I mean, that was a legit rap video bus for a minute there. Like, I looked up there, and there was so much smoke. I was like, holy cow. It was hilarious. Yeah, those Mary Mart dudes are great. Oh, yeah, shout out to Billy and with oh. Kyle and the rest of the crew over at Mary Mart, 6th Ave in Tacoma. Great pot shop. Yeah, yeah those guys are solid. Yeah. And they brought, like, the 12-inch joint for you again. Yeah, that thing is massive. It's a 10-gram joint. 10 grams. That's a lot. Yeah, it's almost half an ounce. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I had a great time. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I look forward to checking out another one of those if you do do one again. Yeah, I got to keep doing that. Yeah, you know, I, I skipped I skipped the open mic this week just because honestly, man, I'd been running pretty ragged over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So Monday, I went home and slept. But I think I'm gonna start doing you know more open mics and try to you know try to get like a solid five minutes, and then yeah. that way, you know, between radio and other stuff, if somebody says, "Hey, can you come do five minutes on this bill?" I can be like, "Yes." I oh, absolutely, set, man! You know? I mean, with all the comics that between our show and, and and your show that we have on, I mean, I would imagine like whether it be the Tacoma Comedy Club or one of the other local clubs, they would love to have someone like you up there. Yeah, yeah, and there's something there's something big coming around the corner that I can't wait for. That you know, I'm sharpening my uh, chops for it too. Oh so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might need to sharpen my chops as well. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I tell you all the time. I just want to say on the podcast, you know, on the MegaCast. Thanks again, man. That meant so much for you oh. guys showing up and yeah. and supporting. Me. I wouldn't miss it, man. Yeah, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, like I, I, awesome. I, I, I genuinely, like, I, I was telling my wife about it. I'm like, I was just really happy because I know that's something that you've brought up for a while since I've known you. Yeah, that it's something that you did before, like. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, like 11 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, you took a little break. A little break. Yeah, you know, sometimes people do that. And Sandler took a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, well, that's the other thing, too. I was so pumped because, like, I felt confident in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I could, like, tell that one long story or mix in, like, the backstreet jokes and stuff, some of that stuff I had written, like, 10 hours before. Oh, that must be fun to watch something. I, I know for yeah. work, like, whenever I like, come up with a bit idea, sometimes I'll come up with one at like five in the morning and then we're doing it at eight in the morning and I'm yeah. just like it's just something it's way more exhilarating than just like rehashing it and overthinking it to be able to come up with a concept and then deliver it and it works yeah that's yeah. what that's what made me so pumped I was like oh man I can actually do this oh it was great dude <laughs> it was great it was cool meeting the people that I got to meet over at the Tacoma Comedy Club what's the guy that works the door as well Bo Bo yeah nice guy Bo was and then we went to a former rock girl oh yeah Danae A.K.A. Romance. Yeah, she's now a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Because she, we did run into her randomly, 
And then I go in. She's like, hey, I, you know, I guess she was like, she's buddies with Tyler. And she's like, hey, do you mind if I just sit with you guys? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't want you to sit alone. Well, then she sits down and like, not like she walks up and is like, hey, everybody, I'm a porn star. But Danae's got a very, like, she's, she's a small girl with, with short shorts. Yeah. And, she, you know, she, she's got testicles. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of tattoos. So, she's right, hot. Right. So she sits down next to me and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, gosh, my friend's probably like, I didn't bring my wife. I I invite them, and then all of a sudden, a random like hot porn girl star. that happens to be a porn star sitting next to me. I'm like, I don't want them to think like something weird's going on. Oh, you know Steve, right? Like, that, especially Munch has got his girlfriend who's good friends with my. I'm like, gosh, this is like, how did like? There's no way to be like, hi. Uh, just to let you guys know, I did not know she was coming. Yeah, you had no idea. None. I did. Yeah. None at all. So when she sat down, I was like, finally, I'm just like kind of awkwardly, but I had to do it. I was like, yeah, did, hey, everybody, and introduced her. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen her in forever. I ran into her outside. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I was just like, I don't know. You know, it's funny, right? Because I know her and I know you. So when I came over to your table and she was sitting there, I didn't give it a second thought. Right. I didn't think anything of it, but I'm like, I'm thinking for other people, maybe I'm overthinking. For a little bit, but you're right. I mean, yeah. Plus, I mean, just say it out loud. You know, like, I'm at a comedy show and a porn star sitting next to me. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes the situations we get into, while harmless, are just ridiculous. <laughs> like, after the fact that I'm like, no way, she's not a porn star. I'm like, yeah, she's a porn star. You look it up, and they look it up and go, oh, that's so cool we sat with her. <laughs> When I saw Jay, right? So Steve and I, I know we got to take a break, but yeah. Steve and I are hanging out out front before the show. We're BSing. And then we see romance, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't, I, to be honest with you, it took me a second. It's just this chick on a longboard. Right. And then it's like, oh, yeah. So we start BSing and stuff. So then I'm like, all right, I got to go in and, and look over my notes. And mm-hmm. I run into Jay and I go, hey, go talk to Steve. And he's like, what? I go, he's up there. To, I go, she used to be one of our rock girls. Now she's a Ford. Just go talk to him. And he's like, are you serious? Yeah, he walked over rather quickly. Yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, go on. Plus, like, I know you're sitting there. I know I knew your head was running, so I was like, go talk to Steve. Jay, you're single. Go say what's up. Oh, man, let's take a quick break. Yeah, man. <laughs> when we get back, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit, not, not get political, but I want to talk a little bit about Bill Clinton's speech. All right, I'm in. Last, last night, the DNC going on. Man, he took creepy. It's sad. You know, when we get back, we'll just play it for you because right. he came off kind of creepy sounding. Well, he's creepy. And it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, he is a creep. Right. Yeah, I respected that. And I loved it. And it reminded me a little bit of me. American love. What about Australian robot love? The mega cast will be back. American love to your Your head while battling a Bulbasaur? Did you slip and fall because you were stalking a squirtle? Did a car hit you because you were distracted by a video game? You need the Pokemon Go personal injury lawyer. Hi, I'm Bruce Pokemon. I've been defending clients just like you who have been injured while hot footing all around town trying to catch the yellow Pokemon. When I crashed my Lexus into a charter school, I thought, that's my fault because I was feeding candy to my Gasly at the time. Not only did Bruce win my case for me, but he also taught me how to compete in gyms, which I found to be the most confusing part of the game. Thanks, Bruce. It doesn't have to be all fun and games until someone gets hurt. If you get hurt playing Pokemon Go, call me and let the fun continue. What is a MILF? Does it stand for Megacast? I like... Two. Ha ha. The mega cast is back. You got that, you got that, you got 
money Heard you in the mood for a little milkshake Welcome to the Dairy Duchess Love Factory I could whip it up, fix you up straight away Come on in the front door, leave it out the back door Whip it, flip it, hey You got that, you got that, you got that milk money I got that, I got that I, I don't think I've ever said that money. I'm a fan of Fergie But I'm a fan of Fergie with this one I'm a fan of Fergie Not the biggest fan of her music no, but I like that one. Yeah. I like the beat. Yeah. Well, she's right. I was like, who is this? And it's like, yeah, Fergie does have that kind of money. She's got that MILF money. Yeah. <laughs> Fergie's so hot. Yeah. her. I know her face, some people don't think, is like classically beautiful. I find her sexy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To me, she's super hot and everything yeah. else. Yeah, she's got that sexy look. Yeah, and that ass. That ass. <laughs> that ass, baby. You know who probably likes that MILF money is uh, Bill Clinton. Oh, he's got he's got some money. Uh, he was at the Democratic National Convention, and you know everybody's basically it's like a giant love fest for Hillary. <laughs> right, right. Not on the first day, Steve. <laughs> There's a lot of booing. You know, Bernie. Bernie's people booed Bernie. Bernie is now Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like at one point, his fans when when he was with the Shield, everyone loved Bernie. When you know. His two teammates, when Seth or Dean would tag him in, the hot tag, everyone's like, Bernie, we are the Shield. And then all of a sudden, breaks off from the Shield, and everyone hates him. They do. You know, I, I watched Raw this week for a change. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about him splitting. I think SmackDown might have better people. Yeah, I'm torn. I I, I'm, I didn't watch all of it yet, so I, I still need to catch up. But I, I, I enjoyed most of what I saw in Raw. Love seeing Sasha Banks win the championship. Oh, man, I forgot to say that to you yesterday. I noticed you were wearing her shirt, and I was like, of course Steve's wearing course. that on Tuesday after she won the championship. Gotta celebrate the legit boss. Yeah. I love people who are tweeting, and of course, like, putting her in it, like, like it just seems like I'm a crazy stalker. It does seem like you like her a lot. I do like her a little too much. I have four Sasha Banks t-shirts. I th- I'll tell you what, though. It was cool seeing uh, Vin Balor in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Finn. Finn. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, dude, I can't wait for him to do his demon character when he paints himself up and the the entrance gets a little bit more, like, eerie and freaky. Yeah, like, I don't know too much about the demon stuff. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. But, man, when we were at NXT, yep. when he comes out and it's dark and then just the, ah. Yeah, with the arms go up. And the whole place lights up. Like, yep. that was one of the coolest things. And I was like, oh, yeah, this dude's dope yeah he's i mean well they already putting him in a program with uh seth rollins at SummerSlam. so i mean yeah. they, they got big plans for that guy yeah and he's gonna be a big deal for for a few years for sure yeah, i think maybe i just i don't know who the i don't know raw just seemed a little off to me yeah and then you have moro and uh jbl over on smackdown now and it's like those guys are pretty good moro's awesome yeah i mean i was kind of bummed they didn't put him with uh cory graves uh, which is the new the new guy on Raw? New guy on Raw, the guy with all the tattoos. But um, I get it. Like I think that would have been too much awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would have been like, wow, they've got the two best announcers on one show. It's almost like you got to split the two up. I hope eventually those two work together. Maybe like at like the pay per views. But man, yeah, I think Michael Cole sounds better though. Right now, I think they're kind of well. That's the thing. I do like Michael Cole. Yeah, you know, I almost feel like they are letting him be an announcer. And not just feeding lines into his headpiece. Like for the longest time, it just felt like he was just advertising crap, like promoting the app, promoting the website. Like he wasn't even really calling the matches. Yeah. Whereas Morrow always was. And I feel like maybe that's a little bit. Hopefully, that influence is bleeding into it, and maybe they're realizing, yeah, Morrow works because he's calling it like it's a real match. And I, I think see. the only thing that they're going to have to change. It does make it seem like they're more like authentic sports reporters having them in that raised thing. Yes. But I just think so much of wrestling is guys getting thrown into the announce table. I know. I just can't see that lasting. I always love in wrestling, and whenever they do this, it always cracks me up. They, the, these guys are, quote unquote, trying to kill each other. They're warriors, right? They're beating yeah. the piss out of each other. They're, they're taking kendo sticks. Their sledgehammers are involved. But when it comes time to mess with them on the table... Let me make sure I remove the monitor so you don't get hurt. Yeah. It's very weird. They clear the whole thing out, and the other guy just lays there. Right. He can't fight back. Like, the guy's like, I'm about to hurt you. I'm going to jump from the top rope all the way out into the table, and the table's going to collapse, and I'm going to hopefully knock you out. Like, Dean Ambrose at one point tried to put, like, 
he put someone's head or he, his head was on a cinder block, quote unquote. Granted, it was like fake cinder block, but and Seth Rollins curb stopped him. Right, but oh. Let's not let them get hurt by these TV monitors. Let's make yeah. sure those are removed. Like, why do they even have those TV monitors anymore? This is 2016. Can't they watch the damn show on the tablet? It's like uh, it's like when they're in the corner of the ring, like up on the ropes. Yeah. And it's like, let me put your leg here. Let me put your leg here. And you can see him, like, almost hug him. Like, all right, you ready, man? It'd be like, imagine like a real street fight. Like, you're being like, oh, we're getting a little too close to the fire hydrant. Hold on. Let me just reset. All right, yeah. now. Boom, 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 boom. Right. <laughs> Dude, Saturday night at Super Fight League, uh-huh. I had never seen this before in an MMA fight. So people lose mouthpieces, right? Right. And generally, they kind of stop it and, like, spread them apart. But the, the ref just scooped it up real quick and, like, gave it to the corner. They rinsed it out. And they were kind of in a clutch, uh, like a tie, uh, tie clutch. Uh-huh. Clutch. Is that the word I'm looking for? A hold? Grapple? No. Anyhow. Embrace? They're, uh, <laughs> they're standing they there. spooning? And the ref literally comes over and goes, okay, pause. Don't move. Don't move. And he's like, and the other guy, the guy without the mouthpiece looks at him. He popped it in and he goes, all right, you ready? Fight. It's like he hit the start button on his Xbox controller. It was, it was honestly, it was the smoothest like refereeing I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, that is unbelievable. I do think it's odd for the fighters to be that in a clinch and then just have to go freeze. All right, all right, we're back in. <laughs> I've never seen something like that before. I dude, I, they usually call timeout and go to their separate corners, but it was like he's right. Like nobody has a competitive advantage, but they're both locked in this. Right? Like, why? Spread them apart. You could just pop it back into that dude's mouth. <laughs> and that's kind of funny in itself, that the ref's placing the mouthpiece back in the guy's mouth. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That is funny. Yeah. Uh, so Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Right. right. Bill he, Clinton wrestling MMA. Yeah, you know, it's all the same. It's all fake anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find the damn clip before I forget it. That, that kind of helps. Do I not have the clip? Oh, there it is. Okay. That would have sucked after all that. Uh, So he was talking last night, and of course people were talking about Hillary, so he goes up there and he's talking about the first time that he met Hillary and the thoughts that were going on in his head. And man, oh man, it sounds like as if he's reading a penthouse forum, but never gets to like the raunchy stuff, but it's like the build, the build, the build. You ready? Yeah. This is going to be awesome. The first time I saw her, we were appropriately enough, in a class on political and civil rights. She had thick blonde hair, big glasses. <laughs> no, I thought he was I mean, you hear people laugh. He said it like that for a reason. <laughs> big knockers. Big glasses. <laughs> Wore no makeup. And she exuded this sense of strength and self-possession that I found magnetic. After the class, I followed her out. Okay, Bill. I was sniffing her panties the whole time. Intending to introduce myself. But I had a giant boner and I couldn't. He had a little rock. Have you ever been to Little Rock? I got close enough to touch her back. Oh, oh, what? I mean, I know what he means, but that sounds kind of weird. I followed her out. I got close enough to touch her back. And her big glasses. Right? But I couldn't do it. Because <laughs> there was a restraining order. Right? Because it's creepy. Somehow I knew this would not be just another tap on the shoulder. Is he running around tapping every girl in class? Sounds like it. Right? Was this his move? I tried it on four other girls. They all called campus security. Right. I, I knew this time when I creepily followed her out and touched her on the back, it would mean something more. That I might be starting something I couldn't stop. <laughs> this guy's dripping with innuendo. Yeah, who wrote this speech for him? Ron Jeremy? <laughs> well, I didn't join the law review. But I did leave that library with a whole new goal in mind. Getting late. That's right. A couple days later, I saw her again. I remember she was wearing a long, white, flowery skirt. And I thought, well, heck, since my cover's been blown... That's not the only thing he wants blown. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you want to put a stain on that dress? 
I just went ahead and asked her to take a walk down to the art museum. All right, We've that been... seems normal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's already... Cre- <laughs> he didn't touch her. And then right, he was, all right, all right. So he's asking her out on a date. We've been walking and talking and laughing together ever since. Wah, wah. <laughs> like, you're right. That was kind of a lot of buildup for nothing. Right. It's like you're reading a penthouse forum and then somebody ripped out the last page. Yeah. Like, oh, how else did it? What else happened, man? After class one night, we had three bottles of red wine. A friend came by. Clothes were lost. Body parts melted together. I figured instead of going to a, an art class, we could paint our own bodies using my brush. And my paint <laughs> all over her face. <laughs> Is that not creepy sounding? It, it was. Oh, man. Ted, I don't know if you heard the sad news. Oh, Christ. What else now? Do you remember this lady? Who asked you to go out of town? The stupid young one or the married one? The married one. That's what we thought. Don't go. Oh, you yeah. hear me? Yeah. Miss Cleo, she Ms. passed away. How about she's, she was only 50-something years old? What? That was my reaction when I read that this morning. Now, for those that are younger than Ted and I, we're like, you know, Ted's in his mid-30s. Yeah. I'm in my early 40s. We grew up on an infomercial that swept the world. Like, it, and, and here's the rest of it. This is Miss Cleo. She was a psychic, but she was like, she had a fake Jamaican accent, we found out later on, that she mm-hmm. was like this. It was a giant fraud. Was this also with, uh, who's the singer? Wasn't she associated with it? Not Whitney Houston. She's related to Whitney Houston. Bobby Brown? Jack no. Jackson? Woman. Uh, didn't she used to do the commercials for Miss Cleo? Like, hey, I'm whoever, and I trust Miss Cleo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, crap. It's not Aretha Franklin. No, it's not. But it's like that era of singers. Yeah. God damn it, man. I have it right Does there. Does G it start the name? with a D? Oh, Dion Warwick. Yes. Nice. And you know what? You're not listening to me because I see you going. <laughs> I see you going. I'm just telling you, I'm trying to help you to avoid the heartache. Don't go blindly through life. Let me use the power of the tarot to show you the way. Call me now for your free reading. Call 1-800-355-3765. Call now. Yeah, she passed away because of cancer, uh, but apparently she was just a big time, like, Scammer. I mean, yeah. not only that, apparently she never even has ever been anywhere near Jamaica, but with the music and her accent, you would think that she was. Um, she went by a bunch of different names, not just Miss Cleo, but um, Corvette Mama, <laughs> Desiree Cantorlaw, uh, and You Read Paris. You Read Paris. And now, for all we know, maybe she didn't die of cancer. Maybe this is all just one giant fraud. Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, I don't know if. There's a guy named Tommy Smith that does that used to do soccer analysts for okay. ESPN. Now, granted, he's not taking people's money, but I think kind of in the same vein of scamming a little bit. He has an Irish accent and stuff, and I don't think he ever actually played soccer. I think he was like a rugby guy or something. And back in the day, ESPN was just like, well, he's an Irishman. We'll hire him. And he kind of became like a go-to authority on like soccer no. for years. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, I know he knows the game, and by now it's kind of a moot point, but it's just funny. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive he doesn't have like professional soccer experience or anything. He was just like the Irish guy that was there, and we're like, yeah. Everyone just believed he must have some kind of a background because he's got the accent. Yeah, exactly. That's funny, because he's not, he's not stealing money from anybody. He's not no, giving no, any, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I found out that this guy was duping us this entire time, I think I would have laughed, and I would have been like, well, keep him on. I really like the guy. I agree with his viewpoints. Yeah. He's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that sort of made me think of when you're like, she's a huge scammer. She wasn't even Jamaican. Like, damn. That, and my favorite thing back in those days, and this maybe dates uh, for some people, but like that was like her her commercials were so iconic. Her voice was so iconic. And you remember in the old days when they had the sound boards on uh, computers? Yeah. And so like, you know, people would take like Arnold Schwarzenegger or the guy from Full Metal Jacket or Miss Cleo or Homer Simpson, and they would grab all these different clips. And they'd be able to, like, basically have a conversation with you by hitting the button. Yeah. Which led to people then doing prank phone calls. I came across online, somebody did a Miss Cleo prank. All right. And I figured what better way to pay tribute to her than by taking her words 
and using them out of context. All right. It seems like the right thing to do. So this was like from many years ago. This isn't a prank that we did, but I came across, I thought it was just funny because I always thought that was so funny when people would use those soundboards. I was to mess like, with people. And people would react. Like they would actually have a conversation with the soundboard. I thought yeah. that was the funniest crap, man. I used to love when you left your, I would leave my voicemail on my phone like, hey, hey, what's up? I'll oh, just kidding. Leave a message. <laughs> I'd always fall for those too. Yeah. Hey, Ted. Yeah. Not much, man. I was just thinking, you dick. Yeah, you can't. I mean, it's hard not to fall for it. <laughs> or the ones that'll be like, hello? Uh, uh, hi? I can't hear you. Can you talk louder? That's pretty good, dude. That'd be funny to do to people now, but actually like answer the phone like and pretend that you're pretending. I'm going to do that. Right. And then I'm going to let it ring real long so yeah. they think it's a voicemail. And then right, it's like, huh? Hello? I can't hear you. Leave a message. Just to see what they'll say. And then when they react, be like, ah, I'm messing with you. Right. I'm actually here, and now I know you think I'm a D. And then keep it going. Ah, I'm just playing again. Not here. Just a voicemail. <laughs> All right, here's the prank. Miss Cleo calling a woman to have a conversation. Hello? Hello. How are you today? Fine. Can I get your first name and your birth date, please? No. Who's calling? I'm Cleo. Can I please have your first name only and your birth date, please? No. I don't know who you are or why you're I'm Miss Cleo. Who are all of these nosy people? Outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon card. Oh, who told you to call? Cleo. I know, but why are you calling me? <laughs> I'm seeing some forgetting, possibly. And I'm seeing a new baby in the next three months. <laughs> You're way off track. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is there a gentleman in your life? No. Is he incarcerated? No. Did he used to play football when he was in high school? No. You have the wrong person. Pardon me? You have the wrong person. Well, I know this doesn't make sense, but you know that things always happen for a reason. Don't you agree? I know, but this costs a fortune, this phone call. <laughs> Who is paid for this? You're a Libra, aren't you, darling? No. Yep. No, I'm not. Yep. Uh-uh. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. I love you. Oh. <laughs> Why did she stay on that long? Nope. 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 Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, we should probably get out of here. Yeah. Rest in peace, Miss Cleo. We miss you. The best infomercials were the Girls Gone Wild ones. Oh, my gosh. Especially... There were some channels that showed like pretty close to full nudity. Yeah, yeah, that was porn. Yeah, like that was, that was like porn. Yep, uh, Wild on E. Yeah, Art Man. Oh my god, Art Man still does a show on. Uh, is it the HD Network? Uh, is it Axis? Yes, I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, Art Man presents. I love that show because there was a time where I think it was Ring of Honor Wrestling was on the same channel. Yeah, and so like when Ring of Honor ended, Art Man started up. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you're satisfying all of my needs. Yeah. But I mean- Oiled when, up men grappling and then oiled up women showing their boobs for t-shirts. Yeah. I remember when he was on E, man, that show, there was always a ton of TNA and bikinis and- We need to bring Girls Gone Wild back. Yeah. One of my favorite experiences was we interviewed, um, uh, what's his, Francis, Joe Francis. Joe Francis. While he was still in jail. Ooh. That was an awesome conversation. Yeah. I mean, the guy's real. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't BS around. No. That, yeah. that, what an insane business plan. And yeah. it worked for a while. It did. Sheesh. We need to bring it back. Yeah. Be on the up and up. When Ted and Steve are doing stuff, our new TV show. <laughs> guys gone wild. Yeah. It's time. Let's see what kind of things guys will do in exchange for a free t-shirt. Boop, 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 boop. There's four dudes in a hot tub. It's extra. <laughs> <laughs> Find out when one of them is not wearing boxers. For just fifteen ninety nine a month, you get new videos. All right, let's do our ten push ups. Yeah, man. Hey, thanks everybody. Oh, I forgot it was the chipmunks. <laughs> Ted's doing his chipmunk dance. Chipmunk it up, dude. If we could make this chipmunk bumper shoot event happen, we need to. Yeah. That's going to be a fun conversation with my wife. Hey, uh, is it cool if I crash at Ted's house? Yeah, sure, no problem, but why? 
Well, Ted and I are going to dress up as uh, Alvin and Theodore from the Chipmunks, and we're going to get effed up. Yeah. And then her answer will be, well, where's Simon? Oh, we got Simon. We got Simon, as long as Shawnee Mac is in. All right. <laughs> Let's get 10. Let's get it. Twitter at the Megacast. Yay, yay. Yep, yep.